Welcome to Get Real with Richard Walter. We were talking in uh, the last podcast about uh, uh, numbers. Um, uh, I promised my podcast family that I would uh, talk uh, in uh, a number of upcoming podcasts about not um, uh, all the theoretical, uh, uh, historical <laughs> issues uh, um, that writers do need to uh, to engage, I was going to say, to think about. I, I don't think you should really be thinking about them. It, that's intellectual and writing, uh, like all creativity, is not in, in intellectual. It's, uh, it's emotional. Intellect's important, but uh, writing is, uh, is not something to think about. It's something to feel. Um, it's something to engage, I guess, the way gears engage. You move this one, it moves that one. Uh, you hear something and it moves you. Uh, and it moves something else with, with, within you. That, that's the experience of, of um, uh, 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 art, it seems to me. And um, uh, so you, you should be thinking about that, but you should be engaging all, all of those kinds of things as writers. But that's second of all, first of all, you have right in front of you the, the actual pages, and you have to really, um, uh, even though they're electronic these days for just about everybody, they're still pages. You still have to fill them up with stuff and uh, we the first numbers we considered last time uh, in the podcast were uh, the the numbers of pages we said as few as as you can in a feature length uh, long form piece whether it's theatrical or streaming or broadcast television if they still have such things um uh, uh, 100 pages uh, you get into trouble if you go if you're much much longer than that what about how the the numbers of drafts, uh, well, you should, should, should uh, second of all, uh, um, should you write on the, uh, uh, <laughs> on the draft, which draft it is, the number of the particular draft that you're, you're submitting, if, um, uh, that's second of all. Uh, first of all, though, uh, uh, how many drafts should you do? Um, what is this? This business of drafts. Let me answer the second of all, uh, because it's such a clear, such an easy answer. That is, should you say on the cover page of your script uh, which draft it is? Draft the fourth draft and the date. And so when the answer is no, no, no. Every draft should appear to be a first draft. Uh, even though uh, every, every reader of every draft ought to have the right to uh, expect that she or he, the writer of the script, who's taking up uh, uh, their time—that uh, uh, is, to say, the, re the reader's time—should uh, be making that time worth worth their while by uh, by engaging them, by by uh, by moving them, and and that means writing a whole bunch of stuff down and throwing a lot out. Uh, that's called editing. Uh, uh, that's the beautiful thing about writing—is you, you get to throw away. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Uh, I remember chatting with my late my late friend Sid Field. Miss him every day. Uh, oh, Sid started the revolution in screenwriting texts. My goodness, with his first one back in '79. Can you imagine that? I think that was during the silent era. Did they have dialogue back then? I don't re I don't remember. Um, but I remember saying to Sid, uh, and he, he uh, uh, vigorously nodding in, a, in agreement that. Uh, Maturing as a writer meant not merely uh, learning to throw stuff away, but learning to love uh, 
to throw stuff away. Writers are afraid to throw their stuff away because they struggle so hard to create it. Uh, well, how are they going to create anything today if, if they may just uh, end up having to throw it away? That's the deal, folks. You want to be a writer? That's what you got you to do. You want to traffic in your own imagination? You want people to pay you money? When we get paid at all, we get paid a absurd amounts of money. Uh, you want people, pe- people to just do that for fun or, or, or because you're providing them with, uh, with, with something that, um, that's worth their time and attention and consideration, that not, to, not to mention all that money that it costs to buy a ticket or subscribe to Netflix or you name it. The obligation is on the artist to provide that to the audience, not the other way around. I, I, I remember growing up, to some extent, I was, I knew some people who felt that it was really, if, if an artist could take the time to create something like a film, we have the, the obligation to spend the hour and a half or two or three uh, uh, that um, uh, they, uh, uh, you know, uh, that the art takes <laughs> to see that that's how long the... The movie runs, and I reject that view. I say it's the other way around. We, the artist, the writer, owe a really compelling story to the uh, audience. The burden is not on them, but on us in terms of uh, value. So that means a bunch of drafts. It means trying stuff out and and understanding that when something doesn't work out and you have to throw it away, that's not a, 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 a failure. That's a success. All art is experimental. The humblest... Uh, episode of Laverne Shirley was an experiment. Would it work this this way, this this time? Uh, um, when you hear the word experimental, especially at film schools, it usually means boring. It means means bad film. Well, that was just an experimental. All uh, films are experimental. Uh, you never know for sure if it's going to work or not. You're always trying it out, and you never, never know. The only thing you know for sure, Socrates said, is he said you never know any anything for. For sure. I knew Socrates. He was my friend. He told me that personally. We had a, we had a chat with Sid Field about it, actually. I'm remembering it. Some screenwriters uh, conference somewhere. Oh, the togas were very uh, itchy. Anyway, um, uh, you got to write a bunch of drafts, and that means throwing stuff away, inventing new stuff, going in directions uh, that maybe you didn't want to go, letting it run off the rails a little bit. Maybe it's more fun off the rails than what you had in mind. Uh, getting rid of not being a slave to to uh, earlier notions that uh, that you had that was then and uh, and this is now and writing is a uh, an ongoing um, present tense uh, enterprise even when you're writing about the far future or the distant um, past. Uh, David Kep, I've mentioned this before. He's so famous that everybody even can pronounce his name correctly. He spells it K O E P P. He's written, no oh, multiple pictures for Spielberg and, and so on. They wrote uh, uh, Spider-Man. He's a, he's a gigantic multimillionaire screenwriter and also a mensch, a really sweet guy for, and a former student of mine from uh, that campus in Westwood. And um, uh, he says the secret of his success is number 17. Uh, the number 17. And what he means by that is that's how many drafts he has to write before he's really, uh, really ready a... Um, Writer complained to me recently that she'd already been through four drafts of, of the script and been working on it a year. Hey, I just, I just uh, 
got a contract for my uh, my new novel, Deadpan. It'll be out in February. I've bragged about that to my podcast listeners in the past, and I brag uh, brag again. I've been working on on that book for 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 fifty years. Um, I'm telling you that the, uh, uh, talent is useful in this game, but what really counts is is stamina, and the measure of stamina is time. The measure of of patience is uh, is time. So you got to give it the time, and the time means giving it as many drafts as it takes. We will move on to other uh, other considerations that involve numbers and format in the next uh, uh, coming uh, podcast. Thanks for listening to Get Real with Richard Walter. Please do subscribe on Medium and Substack. Um, uh, share these episodes with pals on social media. And um, uh, uh, come on back and, uh, and listen to my next podcast.